This is the Haley and James podcast. Most of the bus drivers in British Columbia are officially fed up with the conditions regarding their jobs. They have talked to the government about what they want to change and how the government can help make their jobs easier, but the government isn't budging. Maybe the government doesn't have enough funds or they just don't want to. Some drivers even have to microwave their meals in a washroom, and when they're on the road, they barely get a bathroom break. When they do, it's usually in an unsanitary porta potty on the side of the road. They don't drink as much water as they should be to avoid going to the bathroom. The bus drivers are arguing that their breaks are too short and that their shifts are too long. They want the government to give them extra breaks or just longer breaks as their shifts are anywhere from 10 to 14 hours long. They want their pay to go from roughly $25 an hour up to $35 an hour. I understand why they would want to get paid more as working that long would take up your entire day and limit the sleep you can get. Bus drivers also aren't getting paid for overtime and they want that to change. As a result, maintenance workers are now refusing to work overtime. The government isn't meeting their needs, so the union bus drivers of British Columbia have decided to go on strike from November 27th until the 30th. This will affect many people that are trying to get to work or school who depend on the bus on an everyday basis. Thankfully, the non-union buses are still running, so a few people who depend on those buses will manage. But it's not a lot. There are still so many buses that aren't running during these days. I know that this affects a lot of my friends that are trying to get to school and they wouldn't be able to if the strike does end up happening. The roads will be even busier due to the extra amount of cars on the roads, so even if people don't take the bus, they will still be affected. Overall, I feel like a strike is the wrong way to go about this issue. It is one of the most effective though, as the government will have to meet their needs to stop traffic and other issues that could occur. The government is also going about this the wrong way. I think both parties should just sit down and talk about it before they start a strike. As we said in our previous episode, bus drivers are frustrated with the conditions of their work. They have overcrowded buses, long shifts, and they are getting paid $25 an hour, and they want a raise. Uniform Translink's head honchos won't meet at the table. They doubled down due to the bus driver's decision of going on strike, and now it's stuck at crossroads of what to do. If both sides were to meet, there could be a different solution to this than going on strike. They could fix the requests by having a more strict capacity on buses, getting overtime pay so that if they have to finish their route, they still get paid, get a proper break once they have a long shift, make a compromise on raising the pay, and create stricter rules. Krista Lee, a bus driver for the Metro Vancouver area, has spoken out on these issues. She says her needs are simple. She just wants to deliver people safely from point A to point B in her bus without feeling like her bladder will explode. To know when and where she'll find a bathroom and to be able to return to her bus without passengers telling her off. And she'd like a sink to wash her hands in afterwards. Right now, her route's got a porta potty. We're just asking for access to warm running water and soap in a working city, said the Vancouver bus driver of 15 years in an interview today. Mia and V are both people who use public transit more than five days a week. Mia says, I use public transit for work and getting around for household shopping. I have to spend an hour and a half walking back and forth from work. V, with 
says, with the number of buses declining and schedule timing for bus arrivals being wrong, it extends my trip to work to over 45 minutes. I do support the strike and this minor inconvenience is necessary for a message to be sent. Workers should be treated properly. If I have to be late or spend a few bucks more, so be it. They deserve better treatment. As you can see, many people have different perspectives and opinions on this strike. Personally, I think this strike was unnecessary and they could have handled and fixed the requests differently without causing an inconvenience to many people that need and use public transit every day. The BC bus strike is bad enough already. Considering most of the reasons it's even happening are either out of TransLink's control, such as, and I quote, overcrowded buses, or luxuries of the job. Besides one issue, at least, the long work hours. They go to for 12 to 14 hour shifts and not many breaks in between. And the ones they do get are usually short because of how demanding the public transit industry is. But back to my point. It's bad enough what's already happening. What about the people who depend on it? Some people need the buses to complete day-to-day tasks as well as a ride to the nearest part or going to work. I myself am heavily affected by this. I live in a totally different area from where I have to go five days a week, which is school. And thanks to this, I might not be able to get there, resulting in me not learning the topics covered those days. Not only just school my life. It's out there. Just a bus ride away, but I won't be able to reach it because of stubborn CEOs and angry employees. I'm one of hundreds who are going to be affected by this, but some other people are going to lose a lot more than just education without the bus. People who work from uh, far from home could get fired for not showing up, and the list just keeps on going from there. The strike was probably one of the worst approaches on this issue, but it's the one that was used, and it's left a lot of the lower mainland's population fed up. Update on the situation, the strike never went through because of a tentative deal that was struck the night prior to the planned strike days. Still, however, at this point, the deal was struck too late because the days the strike were supposed to be in effect, barely anyone was on the bus, and there were, as predicted, many more cars on the road because people had already set up the car share, carpools. Even though Unifor and TransLink came to an agreement, their customers hadn't gotten the good side of the bargain either. Thank you for listening to the Haley and James and Lauren podcast. podcast. <laughs> <laughs>